From KUER News in Salt Lake City, I'm Ciara Hewlett. Utah Governor Spencer Cox says he's in favor of in vitro fertilization. His remarks come after Alabama's Supreme Court recently ruled that frozen embryos are the legal equivalent of children. Three IVF providers in that state have now paused services. Cox spoke with the middle's Jeremy Hobson yesterday. Cox told Hobson that an embryo outside a mother is only a, quote, potential human being. He says his nephew was conceived through IVF because his sister's health didn't allow another pregnancy. So the governor's wife, Abby Cox, was the gestational carrier. I I love the miracle of of IVF, the miracle of technology that allows us uh, the opportunity for families who otherwise would not be able to, to bring children into this world. But Cox says he supports the right for different states to do different things. He says the Supreme Court's ruling 40 years ago on Roe v. Wade was a mistake. Cox signed into law a ban on abortion clinics in Utah. It's on hold in the courts. Some of Utah's major underground aquifers have seen accelerating declines in their water levels in recent years, threatening the future of communities that depend on them. KUER's David Condos has more. A recent study from the University of California, Santa Barbara, shows that nearly one-third of global groundwater supplies have depleted at an accelerating rate since 2000. These aquifers tend to fit the same mold dry places with lots of irrigated cropland. And that includes several in western Utah. Hugh Herlow is a hydrogeologist with the Utah Geological Survey. He says this region doesn't get adequate precipitation to refill aquifers enough to keep up with how much they're used. And so then if you continue to pump groundwater at the same rate, then you're kind of drawing from the bank account of the storage of the aquifer. Scott Giseco, who worked on the study, says the research also offers some potential solutions. What gives me hope is that there is evidence that things can be turned around. This isn't unprecedented. There are places that have addressed groundwater depletion. They've come up with solutions that are locally relevant and critically implemented them. But he's cautious about how much those solutions could help Utah, since they often come from places with wetter climates or rely on importing water from another basin. For KUER News, I'm David Condos in St. George. A winter storm is set to move through Utah tomorrow and Sunday. Between one and two feet of snow are expected in the northern, central, and southern mountains. The National Weather Service warns that heavy snow is possible in the valleys in northern and central Utah. Ahead of the storm, Rocky Mountain Power is urging customers to prepare for weather-related outages. The snow to kick off March comes on top of an already record-breaking amount in February. Ski Utah says the state's mountains saw over 100 inches of snowfall last month. A new report shows the federal government is spending billions of dollars on climate-smart farming practices that are unlikely to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, and in some cases could increase them. The Mountain West News Bureau's Caleb Bradle has more. The U.S. Department of Agriculture is paying more than $3 billion to farmers who adopt climate-smart methods. But only one-third of those funds are being spent on practices with proven climate benefits. That's according to the nonpartisan Environmental Working Group. Report author Ann Schechinger says the USDA even calls some practices on its list provisionally climate smart. Meaning that the USDA does not yet have quantifiable data that any of these practices have climate benefits yet. Some of the irrigation and livestock practices will likely harm the climate. One example is building manure storage facilities. 
a practice Schechinger says can pollute surface and groundwater. And? In USDA's own data, is supposed to actually increase emissions. She noted the USDA does fund techniques proven to reduce emissions, like planting cover crops that absorb carbon and protect soil. For the Mountain West News Bureau, I'm Caleb Radel. Some Utahns are still having trouble getting their prescriptions filled because of a cyber attack last week, and it's unclear when the problem will be solved. Change Healthcare is the company that was attacked, and it's working with law enforcement. Change Healthcare is Utah's Medicaid pharmacy vendor, so staff can't access prescription claim information for Utahns. Over the weekend, they made thousands of calls to members due for a medication refill to explain what's going on. Utah Medicaid has asked pharmacies to provide up to a 30-day supply of medications at no cost to members. But the problem isn't limited to Utah or to Medicaid. Insurance and other healthcare companies nationally use Change Healthcare. You're listening to KUER News.